following program is rated M-A-L. It contains strong language. It is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the 5-Minute Warning. Hey, if you listen to the podcast, go go YouTube Lil Tito and thank me later. Hate no me later, thank, thank me later. Hate me, thank yes. me. Either, either way, if you, if you hate it, it'll give you some good shit to laugh at. If you're having a bad day, put on a Lil Tito track and just be like, hey, look, I'm not that nigga. everything and nothing at all that's everywhere you don't want to be it's Ruben Mo B and on the ones and twos AG the five minute warning welcome everyone to a brand new episode of five minute warning of course it's your boy, Ruben in the house. And of course, always on my hip, AG. What's going on, brother? What's happening, y'all? How you doing? Man, man, man. So, all right. We don't do this very often. But this is one of those times where I'm going to give a listener some behind-the-scenes shit that's been going on. So, what usually happens is send out a, send out a list of what we're going to talk about. Cool. <laughs> sent out the list this morning my bad I was a little late but you know sometimes we gotta be thinking about this so I sent the list out this is what we're gonna talk about today between the time I sent it out and to literally five minutes ago what the fuck man everything has changed like literally like so we're gonna talk about some of the stuff we're gonna talk about but there's a whole bunch of other shit that just happened today that we got to talk about so I'm, i don't know where moby's at so hopefully he's gonna be here shortly because like i'm gonna be honest man but one of these i gotta get he's, he needs to be here because in the grand scheme of things you thought i hate <laughs> when we talk about this person the hate is real with moby oh wait a minute is that him? Oh, he's thinking about it. Ladies and hey! gentlemen. Wow. Oh, Mo there's B. Mo B. But see, before we before we uh get get started. What's up, Mo? How you doing, man? What's going on, yeah? Um before we get started, I want to let the, the listening audience know that Ruben is telling half the story. Because see, what really happens is Ruben is 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 uh, running on CP time with the, the show notes. <laughs> <All day. laughs> and they generally show up like Maybe a few hours before we're supposed to go on. Oh, a few is wrong. That is not true. It came out at eleven thirty. They stopped. Okay, it. a few hours. Eleven thirty. That's eight hours, man. What are you talking about? A few is more than two, sir. Stop, I mean, that's this, that's this week. You don't be that punctual every week. Yeah. See, that's fucked up. <laughs> so then, and then what really happens is he's posting these important stories between the time he posts what we're supposed to do and the time we're supposed to do the show, and he expects. For nobody to pay attention, so we ain't got to talk about this. You that must is be not tripping. true. That is not true. Oh, so it hey, happened today? No, but it shows up after I posted. I'm like, hey, this is pretty cool. 
this is oh, exactly this is my point. There's no oh, way in the world. Funny. There's no way in the world when I was talking about this. You know, it just all you know, all that all all what it means is, hey man, it's fluid. The show notes are fluid. You know? It's one of the and Moby keeps popping out. There you go. If the no, show, that was my fault, man. Sorry. If the show notes are fluid, then why you even gotta leave with what you led with? Because man, we don't really change it that much. But today, I mean, I felt it was necessary to just to let people know that, yeah, your boy gonna be a little bit off a little bit, but that's okay. We gonna still bring a great show. And I'm glad Moby's on because I wanna hit this hard, fast, and first. Uh, so, okay. One he, of, like, what's gonna happen? One of, Moby, <laughs> one of Moby's nemesis. Dr. Umar Johnson. This why, dude, why is he one of my nemesis? I mean, you yeah, hate I that say, guy. I never heard you say anything about Oh, this man, he hates before. that guy with passion. I don't hate him. I just I just see through the bullshit hitting agenda. So, he came out on an interview and basically said, well, another thing, I haven't seen the movie, the Spider-Verse, the new Spider-Verse movie, but don't I know OB has. Don't movie. Is it good? Yeah. Very good. Okay, it's my favorite yeah. Spider-Man movie ever made. Now, does this have? Do I need to see the the prequels that I saw on uh, Max the other day? Do I need to see those before I see the movie? It's only one. I mean, there's one Miles Morales Spider-Man before yeah. this, right? It, it, it is kind of it is kind of important. Yeah. Okay, I'll it's watch worth it. the watch, man. It's okay. worth the watch. It's a good it's a good movie. So this fool comes out and says, "Don't go see the movie because Miles Morales." Black Spider-Man is messing with a snow bunny. And I'm just like, what? What what? But it's not part it's not far from his par for the course, man. But like he's like, yeah, you know. Did he say he, something about the little mermaid though? Oh, he did. He did. He okay. said he said that as well. Is she he he called he called the person that she's going after a snow puppy. And I was just like but it goes further. It goes further. This fool then turns around and says, yeah, what's going to happen now is the black Spider-Man is going to get arrested for domestic abuse. That he said rape also. He yeah, said rape also. And, and rape. And I'm like, why would they make a cartoon that he gets, you know, man? And I was just like, this motherfucker. Like, because black people apparently can't, can't, uh, help themselves when no, there's a white one involved. People. So we got to rape. Some black people, clearly. But it's just like, bro, like, it's a, it's a damn cartoon, bro. And then, because it was on The Breakfast Club, and they played it for the dude who voiced Spider Man. Because he was in the breakfast, he was, he was there. And so he was like, What do you think? Of, have you heard about this? He's like, Nah, what do you think about it? Like, I felt bad for the dude, man. But I'm just like, Can, can this motherfucker just. Shut up. Like, why isn't that school you supposed to be opening up? Oh, yeah. You ain't getting enough money. He blamed black people for that. Of course. He blamed, he blamed, actually, his quote was he blamed regular, degular black people for that. Degular? Yeah, that was, that was his words. I, I guess mean. that's us. I, I got it. <laughs> degular. <laughs> so, well, you don't, you don't count, AG, because you can't be pro black and married to a white woman. That's, that's right. Well, exactly we've discussed this before, and I already let you know that yeah. that's the truth anyway. So, yeah. yeah. That proves that just proves my point. <laughs> and he's yeah. so black that he's married to two black women. 
that's how pro black. Whoa, 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 back up. He's married to two black women, so that make him extra black. Yeah. Because he's all about pan Africanism. Because, you know. That also makes him not American because that's just illegal in America. That's what I was about to say. Aren't you a bigamist <laughs> at that point? You yeah, get, I you mean, get cookie, you get cookie points. He doesn't have to adhere to your white man rules, man. Oh wow. Okay. You, 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 and your Christianity, because you know that's the white man's religion. Although, if I'm not he mistaken, black, right? I mean, I'm, oh, I'm not mistaken. Christianity started in Africa, but mm, hey, man, hey, you know, that's don't let my history and facts get in the way of your narrative. I mean, <laughs> you know, fuck truth, right? Yeah. Mm. So, AG, man. Yes, sir. We got this idiot out here talking. this crazy. Yes. He's not an idiot. First of all, I want you to... I, I take he, that back. Because if he was back. an idiot, he wouldn't be as dangerous. Yes. Because he what is he very, is... He, he is very he's, book smart. He's, he's, very in, he's very articulate. He's very intelligent. And if you just listen to some of the... Like, he says some things that are grounded in 100% truth and logic. You know what? He's like... You know, he's probably like a, a less powerful, less... Candace Owens? No, 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 no. I was gonna say he's like a less powerful, even less noble Minister Farrakhan, but you know, because he'll he'll say some things that are really poignant and really really matter to the black community. Like he has a lot of things that are one hundred percent fact, as far as I'm concerned. Or, or I shouldn't say fact. I one hundred percent agree with some of the things he said. The problem is he has so much of this hidden agenda bullshit fluff surrounding it that I just can't take nothing he says seriously. And I'm cool with him saying that I'm not black. You know, I'm not I'm not pro-black. Wait a minute, why aren't you pro-black? Because if you put any other people before your own people in any scenario, you can't be pro-black. I mean, that's what? all of us, probably. His quotes, man. So if we see, if I see a burning building, okay, and I see a white five-year-old kid crying, and I see a black seventy-five-year-old person. I'm supposed to go save that black person because that's the only way I can be pro-black. What about what about the part where you're a human being? That doesn't matter. Oh, he believes, you know. He he, he says he doesn't have any beef with any people or anything. He but, does. You know, he's got to put. You've got to put black interests before other interests because, in his words, they won't put your interests before their own people. Which, 100%, I feel some truth in that. The problem is like, look, let's let's not take the human out of things. Like, and look, as as a show that we constantly talk about race issues, with him, I'm just like, bruh, everything can't be a race thing. Everything. Like we 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 can't make tying your shoes a race issue. Like You wanna bet? You see, you see how you putting them two bunny ears there for your laces? That's the white man's way of tying their shoes. And what shoe strings are generally white. <laughs> if, you, if you ain't got no black shoestrings, you're not pro-black. Exactly. Fuck. Like, man. One, like I said, but what makes him really dangerous is he says a lot of things that, like, if you just heard that part where he said, you'd be like, man, that's really well thought out. Makes perfect sense. The problem is if you hear all the shit he says. Yeah. And I can't get past the bullshit. Sometimes I hear the good shit. You know, and that's that's for me. That's me. I just can't help yeah. but feel like he has an ulterior motive other than pro-blackness. Because you had such a pro-black mentality, I don't feel like you spend so much of your time constantly trying to tear black people down. And now, and what he did say about the Spider-Man movie, he said he would he doesn't support it, 
but because there are black actors and voice actors in it he will buy tickets but he won't let his kids go see it and i'm like that shit just sounds stupid wait a minute wait a minute so, so he'll he'll go see it he'll spend money to see no, it. no he won't go see no, it he won't go see it but he said he doesn't feel like the black actors and actresses who are a part of that should be punished for but them. he wants black people to boycott the movie yeah because of wait wait i'm confused how the do you do relationship, relationship you can't do both you can't there you go you can't buy Dr. tickets Lamar and then Johnson, say boycott and, and then like i don't let my kids see it but i bought tickets Huh? I mean, really, the, the dangerous part to him is it's not celebrating black love because you've got Miles Morales chasing a white girl. Okay, I didn't know. So it, sends he... a, it sends a dangerous message to the black youth, especially our black men, about chasing white women. Now, once again, I am not stating this as my opinion. He actually has said all oh, of yeah, these things. Th- this ain't me saying it. No, oh, I mean, I saw the I saw the clip, so I can imagine. So I'm I'm just trying to figure out. This dude is the worst. <laughs> like, yeah, man, he's the worst. It's just, you know. And then on top of that, like, well, I'll get to the second part of it later. So, but AG, man, I mean... What do, what do you think? What's your first... You saw the, the clip. What's your first thought? Well, my first uh, thought is, number one, you know, full disclosure, I'm married to a snow bunny. I mean, that's... And I don't know if I can... I don't know if I can be objective or not. But the bottom line to me is this. Um, like like the uh, voice actor that was there on set in the, at the with the Breakfast Club, what that's what diversity looks like and really i have problems with him being straight black because he's afro latinx to start with and i'm like you have to consider those things i think it's set up really well with him i don't know if he's chasing or not because i haven't seen the film but you know you have so many different everybody in brooklyn and that's where the spider-man is and i've been to brooklyn and I know better. I mean, if you just if you're if you are young or you just hunting or whatever it is, you're liable to find an Asian girl you like. You're liable to find a Latinx girl you like. You're liable to find a black girl you like. You're liable to find all of the colors, all the things, all at once in one spot because that's what Brooklyn is. You like Jewish women? They're there. You like Russian Jewish women? They're there too. You like straight Russians? They're there. All of them. Catholic, all of them. So I'm like, I find it hard to sit and listen to somebody say these things when the way it's depicted in the in the setting that takes place is fertile ground to be with somebody that doesn't look like you. The other thing is, I don't consider white women like an elixir for black men to commit rape and other crimes based on assault. I don't understand that. I mean, that was hardcore what he said. And I'm like, okay. He went straight left. He like, did. I mean, now I do understand kind of sort of yeah. where he's coming from. But at the same time, it's just like. He said straight left. Fuck that fence. We going through it. <laughs> I guess so. Because for me, I'm just sitting here like, it's a Spider-Man movie, man. We going we gonna to have him raping somebody or something? It's I a mean, cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that. 
Okay. It was a little morbid. If that's what we're doing, but I just I just feel like it's it's easy it's an easy target. Um I think he can't see the forest for the trees based on his statement. Like Moby said, the dude probably has it's probably a very, very intricate genius thing that he did. Because it does get you thinking. And it does get you riled up. Because yeah, why he gotta why out of all the people in Brooklyn, he gonna he gonna hook up with a white girl? For real? Now you could take that route. And it's legit because he actually did hook up with a white girl. They showed the clip. Here's the thing. It's not just a white girl, like she's in another dimension. So like <laughs> I'm hey, man, just going by what the part, man that's, said. That's part that's <laughs> that's part of the lore too. Like she's in a different dimension. So it ain't like he just fell in love with the first white girl he saw. It was it, there's context behind it. But yeah, see, yeah. I don't have to I don't have to mention what you said because I'm looking at number one. I'm going. I'm at his level, and I'm commenting on what he said. Number two, I haven't even seen it. And then what he said, he hit all the social triggers, all of them. And I'm glad that you said that because you know that helps me understand that this, this that particular part of it was crazy. However, he hit all the triggers, man. It's just like I ain't never seen nobody win at whack a mole before, but this dude just did it. I mean, he hit them all. And it's going to get a lot of people upset. I mean, it's it's proof that, you know, white Republican people aren't the only people who, like, gaslight and hit on certain talking points. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. Like, I, I mean, I, honestly, like, when I look at him, like, I'm like, yo, if you go too far from one direction, you generally venture way too far in the other direction. And because everything is in a realm of circular to me, like, eventually you run right back into the people you're running away from. So, because he re- like, really, I'm like, bro, you sounded like an old white man, honestly. Like, it's immediately going to the black guy can't resist raping a white woman. Mm-hmm. I heard, I heard a joke today. It was really funny, and I couldn't defend it. Dude was like, if, uh, if, uh, if, if Superman was black, his kryptonite would be the Kardashians. I was like, yeah, that's cold. But <laughs> can you defend it? And that was pretty funny. I mean, it was borderline racist, but is it wrong? Borderline racist? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about the borderline part. Once again, I have already discussed, I can tolerate a little bit of racism when it's, it's wrapped in a good joke. When exactly. it's wrapped in a good joke. And I, I thought of you instantly. I almost didn't it. Because it was funny, so I had to back off and I couldn't defend it. But this is what we're doing. There's yeah. a narrative about black men out there, and this is what we're doing. And people like me don't help. But it is what it is. And as long as there's people like me or worse, I promise you this narrative will grow like a cancer. And because it's like you're thinking about it and you honestly can't really defend it. Because out of all the, you know, from all the way down to uh, Marvel, it's like y'all couldn't have this dude hook up with a, a black Spider-Man or black female fi- Spider-Man from another dimension. Yeah, he had to be a white girl. I mean, once you hear that, you you walk that path in that rabbit hole. So just let you know, it's hard to defend. Moby, you got anything? I'm not black. Got? I'm not black enough. I'm not pan African enough. I'm only, <laughs> mar- I'm only married to one black woman. That's what I was saying. He only got one black woman. He's married I, to. I, I, I have I haven't married. I haven't reached Dr. Umar status yet. So it would be irresponsible of me to try to comment on his thought process because honestly there's no way I could have possibly evolved to his high level of pan-Africanism with me having my one black queen and not having two 
which to me is confusing as hell because I ain't never seen a kingdom run with two queens in any part of history. So, I mean, because he, lo- he loves to call black women queens. It, it, so I'm just like, so you just want them to, all, you want to be the singular king in your, your, your queendom? Yes, I guess. Sir. I mean, look, man, like I said, the, the part that bothers me about Dr. Dumar Johnson is like, I can tell that he is very intelligent and not even that like tell he's very like he's he's obviously an intelligent person and part of me is troubled because i'm like i don't know because we're in such a clout chasing generation or time in, in society i can't tell if he says a lot of things just for sensational reaction or because he actually believes some of the bullshit yep because if he's just and, and and once again, I don't even know which one I would respect more. Like I don't know if I would respect the hustle and sensationalizing statements like that, or if I would respect the commitment to really believing some of the bullshit he says. So I mean, you know, because you 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 talk to different black people, they'll give you different opinions about Dr. Umar Johnson. Man, some black people claim you know he higher level thinking. Man, he's what black culture needs to aspire to. And some people feel like Ruben which is just like hey man dude's just full of shit and then you have people like me who's just like I just think he's dangerous you know what I'm saying I think he's dangerous for everybody I, I think you know I, I know they say you know I know his thing is he wants black people to be down for black people and my thing is like you can be down for black people without being combative towards everyone else and if you don't think that is possible then what are you actually fighting for? Are you fighting for equality and love and blackness? Or are you fighting for war? And a lot of what he says sounds like he's fighting for war. And I, I don't ride with anybody who's trying to fight for war. Nope. With you there. Awesome. All right. So let's go to another a piece of uh, news that has recently dropped in front of my face. So... I, this is so trivial, but I thought it was interesting to a point. So, you know, LeBron James kid graduated, graduated from high school, and the dude went to prom. And he went to prom with a white girl. Okay. Same white girl he went to prom with last year, who was actually finishing her freshman year up at SMU. But both years, you know, you put the picture on, on whatever, you know, Instagram, whatever. And like all these old motherfucking people are like complaining about what are we complaining about? Well, not you, but um, they're complaining where you know, pretty much, how come you not going to prom with a sister and stuff like that? Or why are you taking that white girl to prom? You know, just basic random shit. And like, my thing is, he's taking the same girl to prom two years in a row. I don't know. Maybe this. Maybe a relationship, <laughs> or they're just really good friends. But, but does that make it better? Because like Ruben, you're 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 picking out the wrong parts because they don't care if they're in a serious relationship or well, not. Of course, they just care about the aesthetics. Of course, but you, I guess the the thing I'm saying is, like, we got a whole bunch of basic adults, like looking at shit at these two kids, and they're all that automatically making opinions of course you had your you had your your share of good people like oh that's they're they're both beautiful or good job or whatever whatever you know but you also got a whole bunch of people both of both colors are like 
the fuck is all this race mixing about? Like, what are y'all doing? Like, what are you doing? You know, blah, 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 and all this other stuff. So, I mean, I mean, Mo B, as a, as a father uh, of two, two daughters, like, let's just happen to say they take a white person to prom with them. You know, when they get older. I mean, and you see all that on their social media, if they're allowed to have social media, I'm assuming, and they have all that. I mean, how do you feel being a father with all these old ass people, men and women, just talking shit about your kids? I can't think of anything I give less of a fuck about than who the, you know, what color the person that my daughters decides to take to a prom date marriage. I can't think of anything <laughs> that I give less of a fuck about. And, 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 you know, once again, this goes back to maybe I'm not pro-black enough. But, like, honestly, man, like, I just I just ain't got it in me, man. Like, like if you've got a preference, fine. If you're one of those people that's like, look, man, I don't, I don't you know, I'm not attracted to, to, to race mixing. I don't even have a problem with those people. I just have a problem when they seem so interested in everybody else who does. Like, like as a black guy, I, I've been vocal and said, I've never dated a white woman. And But the thing is, it's never been like a thing that like I wore like a badge of honor. Like I didn't go around all the black girls being like, yo, I'm always, I've always been down for the cause. Sister. 100 white free, 100 yeah, white free, yeah, what's if, up? Because truth of the matter is if the right white girl would have came around, you know what I'm saying? Like I just, you know, ain't no color on vagina. <laughs> I can attest to that, sir. <laughs> But I mean, but I also oh, I also understand when people are like, yo, you know, like I understand, you know, I heard there's a black guy, I can't remember what podcast is on, but he's always like, they always say he's being extra hard on black women. And he says, that's because I care about black women. He's like, I want to date a black woman. I want to marry a black woman. So that's why I'm constantly like for them to do better. And I'm like, there's a lot of people out there that want to date within their own race. Fine. I don't care. But when your want to date within your own race has to be transferred to everybody else, you have to say, oh, well, if you a black guy and you date a white woman or any other race of woman, oh, you must not love your mother. Man, shut the fuck up. If you're a white woman, you're dating a black guy and somebody gives you a hard time, like, oh, you don't you don't want you don't want to date somebody in your race? Oh, please shut the fuck up. Like, it ain't got nothing to do with you. Like, everything we do on this show, I feel like at some point in time goes back to me just being like, I mind my motherfucking business. <laughs> <laughs> so, who you dating, who you doing things with, don't matter to me at all. <laughs> M-M-M-B. I mean, <laughs> my, 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 thing, my thing is, like, when I look, when I walk down the street and I see an interracial couple, I don't feel like it's somehow messing up my pay structure or somehow messing up, like, my numbers. I don't feel like my credit score is going down because of your, your relationship. Like, why do I care? Property value might go down. <laughs> Maybe. And you know what? <laughs> See, here's the thing. If I was an old white guy 
living in the neighborhood and you know i, I paved my house 20 30 years and i see a whole bunch of black people in a racial relations maybe i am mad and i don't think that's 100 racism that's about money but hey man these niggas came in here and lowered the value but holds up i can up. understand that i mean but the crazy part, here's the funny part right you're talking 20 30 years ago i mean let's see the price for a house was like thirty thousand dollars and I'm sorry, it went down from one twenty to one hundred thousand dollars because the black people moved in. I guess I, I guess it would right. drop that like that. Like, like if I took twenty thousand out your pocket right now, I, you wouldn't give a fuck if it was only twenty thousand. You'd be like, "That's my twenty thousand. Put it back, <laughs> put it back in the value of my home, please, sir." <laughs> but, but I have to disagree. It's a hundred percent racist. Oh no, no, hundred no, percent. No, it is one hundred percent racism, but it's at least racism I can grasp. I can understand, <laughs> you can why, understand. You take, why you take that personal because if anything starts to mess with my money I I might take it a little bit more personal <laughs> now the fact that it lowers the property value is a product of racism but that old white dude might not necessarily hate them black people or them Latino people he might just hate the fact that them coming there lowered his value you know, you know mo- racism has motivations and you know what sometimes motivations matter true like <laughs> You're not wrong there. Wow. But I mean, no, nah, I don't, I, I don't, interracial relationships, and when we discuss it, like, it's just more ways to be divisive. Like, because when I hear black women really cape about how black men are constantly out here trying to date other races, I'm just going, yeah, but, but. <laughs> You know, we're we're mad at the symptoms, not necessarily the disease. And that's the short side. And now, now I'm not saying that all black women exhibit negative things. But what I'm saying is, if you yourself know that you would never date a Russell Wilson-like guy, somebody that you consider boring, lame, straight-laced, then why are you mad if that boring, lame, straight-laced dude decides to talk to somebody who's not black why does that affect you in any way not like you're gonna holler at him you know <laughs> i gotta i gotta i gotta add to that because what and that happened to me that happened to me a lot what happens is you're not actually actively looking for a white girl but when you're someone like me you're looking to fit in first so when you find somebody that finds you acceptable that's an aphrodisiac already and so, and usually, little white girl, just saying. I'm little. just saying, people, as, as guys, your attraction tends, tends, I'm not saying, once again, we've stressed several times before, there's a lot of Wesley Snipes and Polo the Dons that just legit hate black women. And I ain't defending them dudes. Like, you know what I'm saying? I will not down the hill with them. But, <laughs> Pastor 57. Yeah, you know, I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not down on the hill with them. But, I think it's safe to say based on, you know, the experiences that I've had around other males, you tend to end up being attracted to the people who first showed you interest. There it is. <laughs> yeah. There it is. That that's what it that's exactly what it is. And it's the interesting about that is like because I I I know black women it's like, yeah, I'm never gonna make the first move on a black guy. I'm just like, why not? Like if you want him you should go out. Well, I'm a queen. He should come to me. Well, I mean, 
I, I understand that, but then you get mad if some white girl walk over there and talk to him, and then you mad at him because he talks to the white girl. I'm like, bro, like you can't be mad at both. I mean, you can. It's just dumb. Yo, man, put KB on uh, 25. I was just, board, I was just about oh to say, oh, we, oh my God. I can talk a whole show about this. I can talk a whole <laughs> show about this. Oh, yeah, let's put this joint up here. No shade of interracial relationship, but it's wild how many white ladies be snagging first-round draft picks. I mean, <laughs> because they see the first-round draft pick, they see the future, and they're oh. like... I ain't waiting around. Here, here's the thing, Ruben. You you took such a shallow approach to that. I did. Like, I mean, I want to go so broad on this. Let's go. First, first of all, like if you're talking about actual first round draft picks in sports, most of those athletes go to predominantly white schools. Like you go, you go, you end up at Duke. You ain't seeing a whole ton of sisters around. You end up at Stanford. You ain't seen. Matter of fact, even even the schools that you don't necessarily think of as being white, those big universities are more white than anything else. Or let, let me not say more white. They're not very black. That's that's what I'm yeah. really yeah. saying. They're not very black. Because the whole Duke thing, you might end up with an Indian woman. It, 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 all over woman. the spectrum. <laughs> exactly. Everybody but black, except on you know, not unless you start dating someone on a, the female basketball team or whatever. But but the thing is. And this, these are cultural things, and these are all cultural assumptions, too, because I hate when people make these statements as if they're fact, because I'm not talking about everybody. I am, and and if you happen to be the exception to the rule, that does not make the rule va- less valid. There are anomalies. It happens. But if you look at... Just look at social media. When you see the creme de la creme of like black popularity of women are they advertising wife material or hot girl material so if you're going to say well why do these top level income earning black men or future top level income earning black men not end up with black women I bet that dude done smashed a couple of them in Instagram people I, I, I bet he has sold his royal oats, as they said in Come to America. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing. Like, a lot of those white women worked extra hard at being his significant other, his wife. Some some would even say submissive, which you know that is a dangerous word. Man, I can't believe you just let that come out your mouth. First, first of all, <laughs> here's the thing about submission: like I, I discuss with my wife all the time. I have never sought a submissive woman. However, I have sought a woman that ain't constantly trying to fight me. Because there's a difference. Yes. You, ain't, you ain't gotta bow to me, but don't constantly be trying to fight me. And I have n- I've rarely heard white women call themselves alpha women. There is an epidemic of black women who seem to think they are alpha women. It's an epidemic. And I'm just like, and if you want to be an alpha woman, why do you care about these top tier first round draft pick black men? You're already an alpha. Go get whatever you want. But no, it ain't, it ain't the top tier women that be complaining. Because you know what? Them chicks made their decision. They made a decision that being a, getting the bag 
and being perceived as powerful and independent was more important than necessarily grabbing wife status. Now, that's not all. I'm not saying they can't, they're not entitled to be able to have both because that's stupid to think you can't have both. But these white women who end up with these people, they old school with theirs. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> hold on for a second. Hold most, on for a second. What? Hold on for a second. I just like the fact where he paused and he looked directly in the camera. He got showed that guy. Look, his face was like, he was real serious. Like, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm gonna stand on it. Like, like the thing is, if you, you know, when people talk about black love, like, I, I get really annoyed at the conversation about black love because I understand the concept of what they're talking about. Like, hey, you know, we've had so many things within society that have tried to separate and divide the black family. That you know, it is something that we're like, yeah, you want to celebrate and and cherish. The, love within the black community and marital is the ultimate you know the ultimate commitment of black love however if you want your first round draft pick men to court you and you know choose you what are you bringing to the table because it is it is offensive for me as a male to be like I expect the woman I'm with, if I'm making millions of dollars, I expect you to what it was one guy say, be fit, friendly. <laughs> but you know, yeah, yeah, fit and friendly. It's it's I am now asking you to demean yourself. Like if I'm like, hey, why don't you cook? I am asking you to demean yourself. I don't think that because if you want men to court you with old school values, they should be courting old school valued women now if you don't want that if you want to still be boss chick you still want to be career oriented then find somebody who's on that same wavelength and if you're trying to do that if you care so much about your career your status um, you being able to do your thing why are you even looking at the first round draft picks and being like why are they always with white women why do you give a fuck Cause you know, you know what white people ain't doing. You know what the white families ain't doing. I can't believe she chose to be with that rich black guy. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you choose a rich black man? I can't believe that she's out here trying to do everything in her power to keep this wealthy black man. I ain't never heard that shit ever, ever. Now what you wear here is. Oh, he's probably with her because he ain't strong enough to deal with a black woman. Once again, I don't, I don't seek submission. I seek peace. I ain't trying to fight. The, the, the funny thing about that is they're more related than you know. I know, I know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're you're actually almost on the borderline of semantics because they're so related. Well, it's a moving goalpost. It's a moving goalpost because you hear women all the time say, "Well, I can sub- I will submit for the right guy." The fuck. That's moving the goalpost because that means <laughs> if 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 you're saying I can be submissive if a guy gives me a reason, what are the reasons? Can you can you can you define them? Can 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 I have a checklist that says, hey, once I check all these boxes, you will be submissive. And if you can't give me a checklist, <laughs> Here, here's the thing with that: there is a list. It's pretty short, and if you are all of those things you deserve to be submitted to 
The problem is women fundamentally can't respect anybody. So, like I said, that's why I keep saying to you, they're more related than you know. And you have to find a woman that is that can be better than herself, when I say that, better than her nature, to not respect you. That's why you said, I don't want nobody to, to submit to me. I just don't want someone to fight me all the time. That's a lack of respect. But society won't label it as lacking respect because it, it, it's normalized. Women can do that if they want to, and it's okay. So that's why I keep saying they're more related than you know. So I'm just, I, I'm just, I'm just always trying to figure out why do women think that hey, I can be an alpha woman, but I want an alpha male. Like two alphas, that's not gonna work. Don't work. And, and, and here's the thing: you can be alpha in aspects of your life. Some might argue, some would argue that this is incorrect. But I'm like, look, if you're like a professional woman, you're like, I'm, I'm the boss of my, I'm a CEO of my establishment when I'm here, but. If you're going to claim to want a partner, at some point in time in any partnership, somebody's submitting to the other. I am not an alpha in my house all the time. There are absolutely things where I'm just like, you know what? Whatever she says goes. <laughs> and that don't make me less of a man. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel, well, some might argue it does, but I don't feel like that makes me any less of a man. That makes me smart yeah just like just like when you know when you're a kid and you ask i mean some people ask like i asked my daddy hey can i go do this go ask your mama i mean that's passing the buck strong bro and and you and you are i mean i would part of being in charge is knowing when to delegate damn straight because like, <laughs> no, I, I don't think passing the buck is actually what's happening. Yeah, that's delegation. That's delegation. Because right you already know. That's. I mean, let's be real, man. You can't pull another over on him because, at least not on my dad. Anyway, it was almost like if he even thought it was halfway, now nah, go ask your mama. And I was like, God. Yeah, we got to confirm we're on the same page here. Yeah. You, what you're not about to do is have me say yes, and then she come back to me and be like, I told him no. 30 minutes ago you you ain't about to because if i gotta get in a fight with this woman because of what you did exactly i'm gonna physically fight you <laughs> I mean, and, 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 and belts have come out it, so i mean it's what it is like and that's the thing right but i, I do want to say this like it's funny that i like how well not like but i see how some people take white women as being um submissive or whatever and stuff like that but i would dare say like those white women with the number one draft picks um i would say that's how they are with all races of number one draft picks not just black because there are some women i mean well my my man's repaid like i'll never forget long time ago when i was um on the ain't no half step in marcus j show I did a test one day and I went down to whatever fitness place I was at and I was in a Zumba class. I did Zumba for the first time. It was me and this other dude and I was in the back corner because first of all, first of all, you first go to Zoom class, you don't know what the hell you're doing. Not at all. You, you, you just over there trying to move. I'm trying to move and not trying to stare. Yeah. Because there's a whole, <laughs> and I mean, you went to the was, back and did that? 
Damn straight. First, first of all, I can I can see that AG because if you're actually trying to do the Zoom class and you don't know what the hell you're doing, you ain't really got enough time nah. to get the eye candy because you you trying to figure out how to move yeah. your body in the way that they trying to get you to and move. Like I said, I said <laughs> trying to stay, trying not to stay. It's hard, man. So, shout out to every woman who's done to anybody who's ever done Zoom, man. That shit's incredible. Work that. I did it once. Ooh, brother. I was tired. I was sweaty. And you're right. I didn't have a lot of time looking around the room to see what hot milks were up in the house. Now, with that being said, I did see groups of women. Yeah, I'm going to go home and, you know, go take a shower so I can fix dinner or whatever. Well, I'm going to go down there and get on the weights because, you know, it's, it's, it's about that time trying to get, trying to get, I mean, like women have these conversations with each other. And I just hear this shit because I'm in there. Because we have breaks. And it's just like, yo, they're literally women who don't work. And they, they're part of their job. The kids are in school. They have to go and work out and look good for their man. Literally. Look good for their man. Because they're not working. They take care of the kids. They take care of the house. And they still want their man to keep them. Well, they also realize it's a competition out here, man. Exactly. Now, the like guys say, realize it's a competition, and we we know that. Like we know from day one, we are in competition. We don't know who we in competition with, what we're in competition with, but we know the second we stop competing, it's over. They got every reason, or they'll find every reason to justify being about. And then we got shit to lose in the competition most of the time. Yeah. I'm accustomed to living this way. Half your pension. Yeah. Half your retirement. And like, Don't be the in the military part, right? and have that happen to you. Bro, there was like two <laughs> black women in the Zuma class. So it was me, this other white dude who looked like he'd been there before. And the two black women. I mean, there might have been like a couple women of other races. But yo, it was, it was easily 30 white women up in that bitch. There are some fat girls. But there are some girls who look like they do, do this shit every week. Or every other day, you know, and, and they were talking about it. Some of them bigger ones do it every other oh, day too, because they mean, be yeah. in great shape. Yeah, man, their cardio be... be top notch. I mean, yeah. Because I be like, like two minutes in, I am dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, man, it's you know, we we can sit here and say, and everybody can be like, well, you know, the snow bunnies that are getting all the all the the black athletes, bruh. That's just not black athletes, man. It's every man, every man who looked like they got something to give for them not to have to go work and stuff but they really working well here's the thing man if you're talking about the first round draft picks let's just say you if you're just talking about a financial thing period mm-hmm. you're already talking about the top 0.1% of the male population and you do realize that if you're talking about the top 0.1% of the male population we ain't even putting a color on it just the male population and all the women are trying to get that top 0.1%. Now you got to break it down statistically even more. Like the percentage of black women in this country versus the percentage of every other race, small. <laughs> so you got even less of a percentage to land this 0.1% male. So now you're looking at this 0.1% case study and saying, look, see, all them niggas won't want other women other than black women it's like you're talking about the 0.1 percent 
you ain't you ain't talking about joe blow that works in stock in walmart like yo he he want what he can get you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> shit i feel like i want what i can get too shit. Mo, that's the thing ruben most guys just want what you can get i mean it's it's amazing man it's amazing but hey you know look in the grand scheme is a grand scheme of things people want who they want and some people work harder to get what they want the question is how hard are you willing to work to get what you want and that's what it all comes down to and it just so happens you're right a lot of a lot of uh, interracial relationships you know is all about let me see oh he cute Oh, what? He running back for the football team? You're oh, competing with back. everyone, ladies. Exactly. Everyone. Exactly. And it just so happens that the cheerleaders see them for your ass. So you better take, you better get to school in the summer and stop fucking around. Because if you don't, by the time you get there in August and September, those dudes are scooped up. And then you, you fucking around trying to find somebody like me. Here, here's a statistic that I just pulled up. 8.5% of married black men 8.5% of married black men are married to white spouses 8.5 so you mean to tell me we just gonna ignore the fact that 90% of these black men are not what white women <laughs> and we just gonna hammer down on these 8.5% the squeaky wheel sir <laughs> The squeaky wheel. I'm hey, just man. saying. And you know, if, you, if you're gonna go just non-black spouse, you know that number. You know, because women will say, "Well, it ain't just the white women. They they want anyone that ain't black." Well, you're right. If you lump everybody else together, it's 10.8 percent of black men. Squeaky so once again, we're still wheel. around 90 percent of black men who are married are married to black women. I'm telling you squeaky wheel. <laughs> but but we're looking at the top 1% income level of black men to dictate so the these 2000 black men on the fucking in the fucking country are speaking are representing the rest of us. <laughs> yes. Yes, that would be correct, sir. So Wesley Snipes, Polo the Dawn, the nigga that made that song about white girls. <laughs> <laughs> white <laughs> these dudes are the black representation that women are using to, to brand us all <laughs> hey man in, in the grand scheme of things um, you know Russell Wilson used to be part of that but he got out he found out his, his white girl he, was crazy and, and some of these black women clown Sierra for man Sierra's like they, bro they, I want to be like, a man. man I can't be with no Russell Wilson he just seems like a lame like you mean he seems like a wealthy dude that you know claims to love God and and doesn't really have any any he doesn't have a jail record he never gets involved in any scandal I mean so you're yeah. saying so, so, so what you're saying is you don't want this illustrious good black man that you speak so highly of so you're, you're trying still, to still out here searching for that unicorn you know I want a thug that's out here selling drugs whooping niggas ass pulling out gacks but he goes to church with me every Sunday he's good to me <laughs> and I would dare say she had some of that in future and she left that motherfucker no no she, she had all the stereotype in future which was first of all the fact that future 
is still able to land these chicks who and impregnate them who all see what his like all his receipts are public record like he he trying to smash he trying to dash and if you get pregnant i mean you know me and nick cannon just out here trying to repopulate the country baby like <laughs> i mean i mean and sean kemp used to oh man you, well, he you got nine way back kids, to that one i mean he the first one you know it's just, larry johnson was the first one never mind maybe so Oh, Bro, there's a lot of there's a lot of them out there. It really and is. It's, the truth of the matter is, if you've got the finances, you got the access. I mean, if you got the finances, you can afford that. And here's the thing, in today's era, I don't even know if you need the finances. If you just got the clout, if you just got the visual representation of having, that's all you need. Like social media has actually made it easier for dudes to fake the funk. I mean, Lil Wayne out here got like three, four kids, and I'm just like. What? here's the thing here's the thing i ain't saying that there should be a limit on how many kids you can have but my thing is when you see he's got a track record of having multiple kids by multiple different women and That's he ain't married. and he not with any of them yeah. and 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 you know people say he's not really around like you know there's a lot of there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of celebrity 50 cent parents you know yeah put it on put it on man put it on <laughs> don't forget about nba young boy he got more than everybody first of all <laughs> First of all, here's the thing. For your name to be never broke again, young boy, you are making terrible financial decisions by having 3,752 kids. Like, I know, I know when you claim them on taxes, you'd be like, yo, man, I'm getting, I'm getting all the breaks. But like, bro, that's not, that's not a good sound financial it's how it works. investment. It's how it works, man. You're only getting what you get. You're only getting back what you put in. <laughs> what the how many kids did be a young boy got, man? Like, first of all, I didn't know he had that many goddamn kids. I've heard. Because I don't follow that dude. And that dude's kind of whack anyway. So, I mean, I don't know. But, yo, I man. I don't keep up with pop culture. So I don't know how many kids any of these people have. I oh, just... my God. We might, have to, we might have to delve back into this to this woman thing another another I mean show, bro, we talked about this like on numerous shows like this, this and we is, can still keep talking about this, it. this, this is kind of like the formula for like three black men discussing <laughs> relationship issues on the podcast <laughs> it, it always comes back to like you know you can chop up bits and pieces of these segments and it's going to come out that we hate black women that we've been bashing black women um AG already switched sides Ruben you just ain't you know you don't know yet and I'm not pan African enough like I only got one you know what I'm saying we ain't, we ain't, even, we ain't even down in any way <laughs> oh my god hilarious hilarious I mean yeah. I got freckles so I'm probably mixed breed anyway so, I got freckles like... too so what I mean I'm a unicorn man so being having freckles makes you a unicorn no I'm a unicorn because I'm about to be 50 and ain't got no kids that's awesome. I mean, that that, does, that does put you in unicorn status. Like, I ain't never been to jail. I ain't never seen a jail. Hell, I don't know where the jail at. <laughs> you don't know where the jail at. <laughs> <laughs> if they took me to the jail, I'd be like, damn, this is new shit. <laughs> like, like, really? Now, I've never stepped foot in a police station, ever. And I hope to keep that street going. So, yeah, man. I mean, that's why this was this was a WTF show, man. We have, I mean, we we literally talked about nothing 
that we had planned to talk about at 11 30 today there was a plan i mean it was it was, you didn't it was leave you better leave it alone stop being mean <laughs> it was something written down maybe we'll talk about it next week i'll fucking there we'll see what happens but ag what's on your mind man nothing man everything was on my mind we just talked about because when you put that article down i was like oh my god <laughs> damn dr umar i didn't even ah. know i didn't know who this dude was until today Oh man! Really? I you, no, I, I had never that. heard the name before. But I know that that rapper that you put down, I was like, "Oh, oh my we're God. gonna discuss what this the... next week." Because I was like, "Oh my!" What the? No, nah, man. All right, Moby. I you can have like three, three. This is not gonna last three minutes. This needs to be not, next it's, week. It's not enough time. It's man. not enough time, bro. Let not it go. Enough time, All man. I got to say is, how dare you send us some bullshit like that? All right, right. what? Come let on, it go. Man. Let it go. I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna dive into it, but. Here's the thing, man. You said, how dare me put that bullshit in it? And, like, I've been analyzing this all day. So, <laughs> all day. So I, Why are you I, analyzing bullshit? Here, here's the thing, man. Because, see, it's people, it's closed-minded people like you that don't understand, like, not everything, not everything is simplistic as saying bullshit. Like, see, when I first stumbled on him, he, he, he came on a, a timeline on my, like, YouTube short, and it said, the rap you didn't know you needed. And I needed that. when he first started, you know, it showed, like, a clip of that first song that I showed y'all. And I was like, oh, so he's kind of making a mockery of how the Detroit rappers rap. And I'm thinking, it's a joke. Like, it's a sketch comedy joke thing. And then I go down in the comments. Now, the internet is completely undefeated. Like, these dudes are undefeated. He's undefeated. And, and so they're like, you know, I, there are a couple dudes up there like, yo, this John slap. Yo, this is fire. And I'm just like, so is everybody part of the joke? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, then, so then they, you know, put his name up there. And I'm like, wait a minute, he's got a name? <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I'm like I'm like Lil Tito ain't just like some funny stage thing so I, I, I YouTube Lil Tito this dude got a portfolio of tracks so then then it hurt me even more I'm like oh shit he was serious like this wasn't a because if it was a mockery I was gonna be like that's kind of funny but he's serious and so then I'm, I'm I, then I go in a rabbit hole and I start listening to these tracks. Like I, I go from the beginning. I go from the oldest God post like three years ago, man. and I progressed to like oh. most recent. And I'm just like, there's actually an evolution in what he's doing. But but the funny thing is, he's got a formula that's catchy. He just ain't a good rapper. I mean, because Riff Raff got a formula too. No, no, no. no. Here's, the, here's the thing. He had a. There's another Detroit dude on a track with him that raps that that decides to rap just like him. And when he does it, a he was kind of on the beat, kind of. At least he was intentionally ahead of the beat. You know what I'm saying? It's the difference between being intentionally ahead of the beat, intentionally behind it, and then just treating the beat as if it's a suggestion. Like that, <laughs> and that was a, I stole that from the comment section because somebody said Lil Tito out here treating the beat like it's a suggestion. <laughs> oh my god, that was hilarious. <laughs> that was good. Oh my god. And then and then somebody was like, "Yo, he needs to do an ad lib that says I'm not off beat. I'm just two tracks ahead of you." And he said, and then he was like, and he like he broke it down. He was like, "This would be brilliant if you rap to the beat that's two songs ahead of the track on the album." <laughs> To make people have, I'm like, bro, that you doing way too much. Like, we we shouldn't have to have this many gimmicks in hip hop. Oh. But here's the thing, man. In the comment section, 
people were dissing him in the same rap cadence that he was rapping in the song and it it was like a run on sentence so one dude would say a line and then somebody else would say (laughs) it was the most amazing thing ever because his cadence is I say a random line and then I say a word that that random line kind of describes so that's how people were dissing him and it was unbelievable to watch these comments because like if he's really smart he'll go in his own comment section and use their lyrics for his next track because they were better than his lyrics dissing him was better like it started off and i didn't realize what was happening because i was reading the comments i'm like this doesn't make sense because somebody was like yo shorty got a new chain fake and then the next line was like um Need to stick to his day, his day job selling State Farm. Jake. And I was like, oh shit. They're dissing him in the same cadence. And it was like 30 comments straight of just people. I'm just like, this nigga might be on to something though. Like, there might be a little bit of brilliance here. Like, sometimes you can be bad and just not know. And sometimes you can make a conscious decision that I'm going to be so bad that is going to make people think see it's got me up here going is he really this bad of a rapper or is he just brilliant because he's developed a cadence that i can't unhear but i just can't unhear it (laughs) so i can't unhear it either sir i don't know i don't know if i appreciate it or not but i do agree i do agree about the lyrics to him as a lyricist but the rapping is awful I mean, I unheard it like six hours ago, man. Like, f that. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, you're, you're welcome, Bianca. You are it's welcome. <laughs> this little Tito stuff is fire. It's not. <laughs> you oh are welcome. So, here's the thing I was most impressed with, and I found something to be impressed with it. Yo, man, the 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 videography was awesome once again like that's what bothers me because i'm like yo yo, he's there's a whole group of these dudes and they're called worst generation great name honestly i know front that's a great name for a group the the truth is legit and then there's two other dudes and worst generation that rap just like him and just as bad so i'm just like yo so you ain't even gotta worry about getting outshined on the track because these niggas is trash too Yo, but real talk, if you watch if you watch the YouTube video, I was like, damn, this is actually decent. Yo, it is not. He's, he's got no no no. It no. is better it's better than most what, what he means by decent is you can tell that they are serious about making yeah. this work. Yeah, yeah. You know, so they're putting okay. enough time into it that they're serious about like cause honestly when I like I said when I first heard it, I was thinking Oh, this is like a, a spoof of the Detroit rappers because you know, like people like T Grizzly. This is kind of the, the the random cadence yeah. that they rap with. But I'm just like, no, he's committed to this. Like he's, as the kids he say, dead ass serious about this. Like he thinks he's nice. Because if it honestly, it looked like they actually edited it. I just want to stop dancing. I just wish he would stop dancing. Oh, it gets uh, it, as you go down a rabbit hole, it gets worse. Oh, I refuse God. to go down a rabbit hole. See, here's the thing: he's dance. His dance movements kind of match his cadence, which is it. Just like 
It's like if autism met Down syndrome. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm, okay. Just, I'm just saying because okay. like there's, there's there's no rhythm to his movement. There's no rhyme or reason. Like you just kind of gotta wait it out and hope he doesn't choke on his tongue. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. <laughs> you know what, Ruben? This is your fault, sir. This is your fault. This is, this is your fault, sir. Yeah. Oh my God. Ruben, this is your fault. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got, a, I got a serious question for y'all. Where was the lie? No one said you were lying. <laughs> just just we're, make sure just, y'all not just gonna have me out here sounding like I'm just I'm just randomly throwing out mental disabilities to joke on. I them. said like, nothing about lies. <laughs> I said nothing about lies. I'm so sorry, man. I'm sorry, AG. This is my fault. It is because you couldn't let it go. You couldn't could. let it go. I didn't think we. I didn't think we. Yes, you did. You couldn't I let it go. I did not. I did think we get here. I really? Didn't think we, you, it, you, it's, it's, it's even worse that his name was Lil Tito because in my head, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, is it is he like joking on me? Like, and my mom called me Lil Tico. Like, I'm like, look, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking a lot out my <laughs> No. No. I do remember something. It was terrible. No. All right, man. What else on your mind, movie? God bless America. Something else got to be on can, your can mind. Can anything, I, after hearing what I heard, <laughs> there's nothing else that can be on my mind. Exactly. Other, other than the fact that, like, going down a rabbit hole looking, listening to him, it brought up, like, a whole bunch of other Michigan rappers that have unique cadences. And I'm just like, some of these dudes I actually kind of like. They're not rapping like him. But I'm saying, like, that, like I appreciate unique cadences. I appreciate people not trying. Like, that's the one thing that social media and the internet has provided hip hop is. You got a whole bunch of people who don't have to try to be mainstream big. You can find a lane that works for you and still make decent money and still like be creative in your own lane. So a lot of these dudes ain't trying to blow up super big. They're just like, bro, if I can be if I can be the slim thug of my region, I could be paid. Just like us. What? I mean podcasting, same thing. You know? You just try to be as good as you can be. Or you just be happy with what you got, you know. I was trying to relate. Please no. There's, okay. no, there's no relating to Lil Tito. No, oh, no, God no. I meant the relation. I mean, shot. I can't ever see myself dancing on an AC unit, ever. <laughs> Not ever in my life, for this show or any other show. That dude was four ten. He, 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 he ain't that tall. Yeah, he looked like he looked like. like you know, uh, I feel like a lot of people just throw Lil on their name because that's the <laughs> popping thing right now. But like Lil applies to him. Like Lil Tito, I'm like, all right, you couldn't think of nothing else. His name must have been Tito, and they put Lil in front of it. Or right. maybe maybe the bottle of Tito's vodka was taller than him, and they were just like, hey, nigga, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! This is this is you, Ruben. This, this is you, sir. I want, I want Owen this. Uh, hey, bro, mind? I feel like I feel like that's we should make the car song like the intro to Five Minute Warning. No, we I will just, not ever. We, no, we should we should just come out to that one week, just just one week, like a special no. edition. Like we just we just gonna no. bump it. We no. gonna give no. this man shine. No, no. no. He's, he's a trailblazer. Uh, he's some, a pioneer. Some hi hats and a cord. No, <laughs> not ever. I think I think AG was more offended than I was. <laughs> like, it was a it music. was a weak beat 
And I had to see this dude dance and said those weak are all beat. the beats. All the beats are like that. I don't care. They're weak. They're weak Bro. in every way. And I'm like, I and then the dude was dancing on an air compressor. I mean, an air conditioned compressor, man. I'm like, what are you doing? Don't, and it's like you're walking through a parking lot random. There's no cars. AG, he bought his green cabbage. <laughs> no. No. Oh, I'm so sorry. I apologize to everyone listening to me right now. And you listen to our podcast. I apologize. Just- hey, if you listen to the podcast, go go YouTube Lil Tito and thank me later. Hate no me one's later, gonna thank, thank you. me later. Hate me, thank yes. me. Either either way, if you if you hate it, it'll give you some good shit to laugh at. If you're having a bad day, put on a little Tito track and just be like, hey, look, I'm not that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> oh, God. How, how bad can life be? I'm not him. Oh, God. No lies detected. <laughs> I can't. Oh. I mean, I kind of dug the part where he was rapping on the bumper of that DeSoto. No, I'm like, no, none of that shit was good, AG. None of it. I mean, who who would have thought that? I mean, the dude, the videographer, his B roll was fire. The, the, like I said, the, the video, it's the video itself. Because I only saw the first one. I refused to go down. Yo, no, see, the second one was even better. Like videography wise, the second yeah, one was even better. <laughs> but, I, but, but, but my thing was, I couldn't believe he was actually talking about a Ford Escape. Yeah, I'm like. Sometimes Wait a minute, but it, see, man. the Ford Escape should have been in the in the video named Cars. You got to talk about what you know. You know what, man? This show needs to be so over. <laughs> this show needs to be over, man. I mean, I'm trying to get there, man. I'm trying. Hey, hey, what did I put in the comments when he put the show notes? I, I said, yo, cancel the show. I need a whole show yeah, to talk those, about he this. He said those words. <laughs> and you got, you got 10 minutes more in your pocket. <laughs> and, and for that, I apologize, I apologize. What I tell you, this can be next week, but you wouldn't let it go. Oh, hell no. We're not talking about this shit no more. Man, you might it's- not. <laughs> <laughs> you might not. But now, now it is my life mission to bring people uh, oh, new, new rappers every week. This might be a segment, man. We're going we gonna to bring, you know, individual oh. rap styles every week. I'm just going to pull out a random dude, bless oh, y'all with a couple names so y'all can love me or hate me or both. I don't care. But if I got to have it in my head, so do you. Shit. Bars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, so, um, yeah. I mean. Are you I'm, ain't really about this shit, Ruben. Capping. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's up? I'm trying to ride the wave. Captain. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. This is terrible. Oh my god. I can honestly say this is the first time we have a horrible rap on this show. Reynolds. Oh. That was pretty good, right? No? That was no. good. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate so, everybody listening to the well, you said You said rap, and I said. No, I got it. I got it. I'm just, I was I was giving that pregnant pause. I was I was wondering if Ruben pick it up because I'm like, oh no, he didn't. No, no he didn't just up. drop some hot fire. <laughs> oh God, bless America! Well, thank you for listening to the show today. We'll be back every Sunday 
from 9 p.m. <laughs> he's just standing top. God knows, hopefully it's not too much worse rap, but I got this feeling this shit gonna last for a couple episodes. Hey man, that, <laughs> um, it is the greatest joke cadence ever though. Like honestly, if I was still in like high school or middle school at the lunchroom, like I would make this our joke cadence. We would just be doing all types of jokes on each other in this cadence. Your daughter's at. I was supposed to say Bobby's daughter. <laughs> First of all, I'd like to thank AG from Moby for being on the show today. I'd like to thank everybody who's out there listening to us live and those who listen to us on the podcast. Of course, tell a friend, tell an enemy, just tell somebody about us, not Lil Tito, because he might try to shoot. You know, bro, are you, are you tripping? Off. Lil Tito would be hot. Like, he'd be like, bro, this is the most big ups I've ever got. Exactly. <laughs> I was talking about that dude. Nobody. God, and the fact that we're even talking about it is probably too much. Um, once again, check us out live every Sunday, um, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you again for listening. Thank you, AG and Mo Beat. And as we always do, peace, love, hair grease, soul, and deuces. Email us at 5minutewarning19 at gmail.com. And also leave comments on Facebook and Twitch. Search 5-Minute Warning. Contact us on Twitter at AG underscore FMW podcast, at Nugeman25, at FMW2019. Contact us on Instagram, Moby 5-Minute Warning, AG underscore 5-Minute Warning, Nugeman25. You can listen to the podcast at Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of The Five Minute Warning.